Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Koi Koi Cast. My name is Connor, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Colin and Tyler. What's up, everybody? I thought this was the iCarly show. All right, Gibby. Well, well we're going to be talking about anime <laughs> that today. That hurts. <laughs> you want to we'll mess with on... my intro? I mess with you. <laughs> we'll, we'll turn on face cam now, take off your shirt. Um, we're going to draw on your... We're gonna draw on your chest and belly. <laughs> We're gonna draw your. And that's funny. Face. And that's a joke. <laughs> Thanks, Dan Schneider. <laughs> Yo, who's who's paying for that apartment? I saw I saw that posted on Insta the other day. That place was a crib and a yeah. yeah, crazy large, like two story apartment. Yeah, with an elevator inside, like bruh. Their dad in the military. Apartment. I guess I guess there are apartments that do that. That's still probably a high end. It's it's pretty Anyways, yeah, pretty bougie. <clears throat> this is enough. This is enough. I'm done. You like, did this. I'm cutting off the iCarly talk. This right was now. your fault. <laughs> hey man, you say but that, but I legitimately know of a YouTuber who became aware of the internet because of iCarly. So <laughs> that's kind of crazy. It is. Um. Anyways, yeah. So this is a podcast about anime. So we're gonna talk about anime, gaming news, all that other shit. But how how was your guys' week before all that? You guys do anything fun? Um, no. I <laughs> uh, yeah. I did a lot of homework. Um. Other than that, I did. I finished Bowser's Fury. Um. And I'll I'll give a, a comprehensive no, not comprehensive, but I was gonna give you a short review. It's good. Comprehend- no, I want a comprehensive review. Um, they reused a lot of assets from Mario 3D World to create it. Of course. It. Um, I've heard some people call it lazy, but it's a it's a tack on after Mario 3D World. So it's like it seems like they threw some stuff together in a pretty nice fashion as a test. I'm sure for another Mario game to come or whatever. Um, so yeah, there's some stuff that is is sort of like, ah, this isn't super polished, but um, I think for what it is, yeah, it's it's good. It's not like it's it's a secondary title to Mario 3D World. It's Mario it's 3D not World, AAA, right? Slash Bowser's Fury. It's yeah. not Bowser's Fury. Like you also get Mario 3D World with it. So it's like I I enjoyed it. It was fine. It was good. Um, it's funny because the uh, final boss fight is like. Exactly like Breath of the Wild final boss fight. Do you mean visually, or both? like you fight the big bad and then uh, there's like a a chase scene sort of around the uh, around the overworld. Overworld, yeah. So I thought Whoa. that was kind of funny. Furious Bowser looks pretty cool. He is pretty yeah, cool. Furious Bowser is dope. So cool. I did. I did get a hundred stars. Um, Do you I, mean cat shines. A shot cat shines. Sorry. Um, I will say I was at first. I was like, you know, this is actually really great. I haven't had to look up anything online. Um, and then at the end of the game, I, I had to for the last <laughs> shine because there's a cat that is missing her kittens, and uh they're in very arbitrary areas like i don't know the way i found the shines is that the the cat didn't show up till later and by the time i was going through these structures i had already finished a lot so it was like oh i i didn't know where these cats were 
Mm-hmm. I had to freaking look it up, or else I'd be looking up everywhere, and they didn't give you hints or anything. Yeah. That was annoying, but that was only a small part. The rest of it was good. I liked it. I recommend it. I've been playing 3D World with Caitlin. We both like it. Nice. I was trying to find a, a furry fury joke, but I just couldn't I couldn't find it. No. There's nothing there for me. Old Bowser's furry giant plus Mario, anyway. Colin's um, a Bowser's furry see. It's it's nothing. <laughs> just move on. What about you? Um I watched Wotakoi this week all the way through, and that was a time. It was a great time. Wotakoi is a little bit older. Well, not older. It's like 2018, Ty? 2017? 2018 is when the anime aired. I'm not sure couple, when the manga came out. Or okay, so a couple manga. years old rom-com slice of life. It's called Love is Hard for Otaku. And it hits the nail on the head pretty good. Tyler was uh, with me when I started the series. Well, not with me. He was. We were on Discord. And uh, I was sitting there, and they were playing Monster Hunter, or like whatever Monster Hunter offshoot they're supposed to play, because I always like bring their Nintendo Switches around. Uh, and he was like, what was it called? A uh, What was the item called? <laughs> A Ty? desire sensor? A desire beacon or something like that. Or desire sensor. And I was like, well, that can't be real. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's a Monster Hunter term. Desire sensor is... When when you are hunting with somebody and they want a specific item, you get it. Basically, it's like the game uh, knows you want the item, so you didn't get it. But I don't need the item, so I got it. It's like, it's just something the fans created, which just seems to be true. Okay, I got it. Because I was sitting there, I was like, this isn't a very subtle, like, this isn't a subtle metaphor. And then Tyler was like, no, that's real. I was like, oh. All right, bet. <laughs> That's why when Hirotako was helping her, he's like, sorry, actually, double sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. Like Anyways, that. it's about two childhood friends who are both otaku. Like, cl- Well, one of them's a closet otaku, and the other one's like very outward about it. He's a gaming otaku. And they get together, and uh, adventures ensue. It's really fun. I'm going to read the manga now. Now, I have a question for you. Now that you've finished the anime. Yeah. What do they do with their company? I've, I thought about that like while I was watching the series, too. I was like, I was looking during the episode where he forgets his glasses and he has to go to the office, and he's like, his face is in his computer screen. I was reading what they do, but it's just squigglies and bar graphs. <laughs> it's like, what is this? So I, I have no idea. I was curious if just like, upon, like if there's an obvious answer, if it's just like company, which is fine. It yeah. doesn't really matter what they do. Maybe there's a hint in the actual, like, Japanese verbiage of how they talk, but I, I have no clue. Just a typical mm-hmm. Japanese company. A normal, not black Japanese company. Yeah, but I, I think that was... That's basically all I did that was fun. For myself, for gaming news, um, Pyra and Mithra came out uh, yeah. last week, I believe. They might have come out by the time we recorded last podcast, I forget. But I've actually tried them now, and I think they're very good. I feel like they have, like, it's like Mithra specifically has close to the speed of Sonic and, like, aerial movement like Fox, but has, like, Marth's normals. So it's just really hard it's really hard to touch her. She can do a lot of damage. She's got a two-frame jab. Uh, there's iframes on her neutral B that could also kill if it's fully charged. 
Just, uh, and then you can just switch to Pyra whenever you want and just, like, Ike people, but way quicker and further reaching. It's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it fun, though? They're really fun to be, yeah. I gotta kind of figure out what characters to fight them with, really, though. I be Pikachu, and I feel like it's one of Pikachu's, like, it's probably one of the only bad matchups for Pikachu. Every time I watch people play those characters online and there's Pikachu, the the Pikachu just can't get in. So I gotta figure that out. And then other fighting game news is that Gogeta Super Saiyan 4 came out for Dragon Ball Fighters. Mm-hmm. And I've been enjoying all of the content about that character that's been coming out. Like, all the people who play that character, and just, like, the trailers and, like, demonstrations and stuff. The only character in the game with a, uh, a built-in touch of death as part of their mechanic, where they do 199,600 damage when 10,000 is, like... It's just crazy damage. Yeah, this was gross to hear when Ty told me this. I was like, what do you mean he does 800% of your health? Yeah, he he does, like, double someone's health bar and damage with a special because it's the year Dragon Ball GT came out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jesus. And when I saw the trailer for Gogeta, like, the official one, they started playing, like, the Dragon Ball GT opening, like, throughout it. And then it ends with, like, a Super Saiyan 4 Gogeta versus Super Saiyan God, Super Saiyan Gogeta dramatic finish where they just Kamehameha each other, and then whoever got the final hit in the fight wins. That's just such a great fan service. I felt so nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that that has yeah. ever happened, but just the, the Dragon Ball GT opening makes me nostalgic. So I've been enjoying fighting game content this week, basically. It's been a good, good time. Fun fact from this week I forgot to mention. So if you guys still have your old Yu-Gi-Oh's, Yu-Gi-Oh cards, uh, I Mm. may have mentioned last week I got into baseball cards a little bit. Um, So I was going back through my old Yu-Gi-Oh's and looking at like the ghost rares and stuff and the cards from that were like cover cards from boxes. And if y'all got any like good condition old cards or first edition like box cards or anything or any ghost rares y'all should like look to sell those because even the tin dark magician girl like not the og one but the secret rare like where she's like floating in her arms up in the air mm-hmm. those for like 40 bucks on ebay right now so why are Yu-Gi-Oh cards so expensive now like they're actually no idea. like when we played that probably would have been worth like like 50 cents I mean, the tin was 20 dollars so for her that's so true I, I don't know but yeah, so that's fun. So if you guys have your old Yu-Gi-Oh's, you should look to sell them. I can look through my box of cards. Yeah. Alright, anime news. Stuff. You ready? I got, I got a couple things. I'm so ready. there's yeah, so, so there's a new series called Yasuke premiering on Netflix in April, and it's being animated by MAPPA, and it's got a couple of the work, or like the producers from the Boondock series on it. And it's about a slave who comes to Japan during the feudal era and then becomes a samurai. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say the music's probably going to be good. Um, and that the animation's probably going to be good. And I'm, I'm actually really excited for this. It's a good team of people, as long as MAPPA doesn't do the like, weird CGI things, which 
I don't think it will. So they wouldn't keep really Stanfield. Have a to. You know who that is? The guy from Sorry to Bother You. He's going to be doing the voice acting for him. So it'll be interesting, but I'm excited for it. It seems cool. Kind of like a maybe a shampoo vibe or a Afro Samurai type gig, something like that. Should be cool. Probably Afro Samurai like, I imagine. And then Tokyo Revengers is having a Hige Don song for their. I don't know if it's going to be their opening or the ending, but might have to watch <laughs> it just for the music. Freaking Netflix is making a Pacific Rim anime. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, hopefully it's good. But, did, yeah, did... I think that was it. Oh, and Steins Gate is like, somebody dropped a Steins Gate teaser. I don't know if they're doing a reboot or what, but I'm here for it. I don't know it's what Science Adventure well. staff is, but... It's been a while since I've watched Steinscape, but I don't think it's, like, aged particularly poorly, has it? No, it's, I think it's considered pretty good still. Like, visually? Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, I think... I, I would assume it's going to be an offshoot, because there's, like, a lot of, you know, time travel storylines. You can always go different mm-hmm. ways with that. You can explore some options. Yeah. Ancient Magus's Bride got a second season now, I think, or, like, an anime update since it never continued... Isn't uh, Misfit getting yeah. another season? Oh yeah, Misfit of Demon King Academy oh, is getting a second season. Godlike. Uh yeah. There's some there's some interesting fun news this week, but nothing nothing world breaking, I don't think. Uh Buggo Stray Dogs Dead Apple Maga ends in fourth volume. I I did see that. Oh, I didn't know that it was I guess I never really thought about it that the it's a manga based on the anime it didn't have an original mm-hmm. manga oh yeah. cool cool and rising of shield hero coming in october yeah but yeah that, that's basically it it's some some good news things getting oh renewed. of course i'm not too surprised but final evangelion film breaks imax opening day record in japan yeah i saw that Anime movies cool. are killing it in Japan right now. Alright, well, it. are you guys ready to talk about the weekly shits? Yeah, let's do it. What do you guys want to talk about first? What was what was the shittiest thing you watched this week? It's not the shittiest, but this is probably the most simple thing I watched this week. You guys want to talk about baseball? Let's do it. Yeah, it's let's do far it. Far from the shittiest, <laughs> but I'm down. Yeah, it's not the shittiest. It's just like, it, it, it's the, the easiest to like dismiss, I guess. Yeah. Nothing um, nothing too real happens. Jujutsu Kaisen, Gojo, uh, set up basically a prank exam, a casual second exam. So we didn't get like a tournament arc. We got a baseball episode. And I love uh, the subtext that everyone was given. <laughs> and Gojo wanted that to happen. He, yeah. Yeah. He made that happen. My man's just trying to make all the young people buddy-buddy. He just wants uh-huh. them all to be friends so that they can unite and the big bads rain down on them. Uh, yeah, but, it, you know, as Tyler said, it's it's uh, not a in-depth episode. It doesn't have... 
anything forwarding the plot really mm -hmm. but it does have a lot of cool character interactions and uh <laughs> the little little title cards of like uh something describing them it was hilarious so yeah it's like, pretty funny you know at a baseball game how you get the name and then like a quick stat or something that they just give you it's like oh mm -hmm. hit 20 home runs last year or whatever all their stats were just like little interpersonal things and it was so funny yeah it was just like like likes maydays on their sandwich yeah. or some shit like that <laughs> uh, and we also got a little bit of we got a little bit of the aftermath of like yuji and toto where Yuji's just kind of trying to hang out with his friends again because this is like the first like downtime he's had since being alive again with them anyway. Yeah, and it's like fuck, you know, in the moment, yeah, we were best buds, but I need my own space, man. And oh shit, everybody fucking hates you. Yeah. <laughs> so Maki just fucking winds up and nails him, and he's like, and laid everybody's out on the ground. clapping, and everybody's the... nice peach. Nice, nice peach. peach, nice peach, Maki-san. Nice it was like, bro, this is fucked. This guy is <laughs> <laughs> this fucking hilarious. This guy is con concussed. Yuji's just like, Toro, everyone really hates you. <laughs> it was just such a funny realization. It's like, yeah, he is kind of a giant douche. <laughs> he really is. He's like only not a douche to Yuji. And Gojo, and Gojo's like, why can't we, or why shouldn't we have the second fight Toto and Toto's like three reasons and I was like oh yeah he's gonna he's gonna get hated on this episode <laughs> but yeah it was good and a little bit of movement in plot where uh the the blind or he's not even blind the guy with the closed eyes mm -hmm, uh mm -hmm. and Yuji's interaction I was like oh he's a human it's like probably won't try to kill him again yeah and the uh, the principals talk too, and they're basically like, "Let's just let him sit for now and see what happens." So Which is just, a, I think, just is a good. Tiny little, you know, splash of plot and some fun. It was good. This, yeah, they sort of put that to rest for now. The, the like killing Yuji, mm -hmm. which is good. I was reading this manga up to trying to get back up to like where we are in the anime, and it is just like <laughs> reading it. I'm like, damn, dude, this plot is amazing. Like. It's just so well put together. It feels so planned. It's I love it so much. It's so crazy that I didn't hear about it until it was an anime. Yeah. But I we don't need to hype it up anymore. We just it's just amazing. Yep. Alright. Let's do it. I wanna get to it because I wanna know you guys your guys' thoughts. Can we okay. talk about skate? Okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of a uh, segue from someone getting concussed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we're, so, okay, let's set up the episode. They, um, they're still skating in the tournament. Um, Joe, Joe versus Longa. Yeah. Yeah. Joe versus Longa. Um, Longa does some. His name's Snow. Snowboard <laughs> shit. And he fucking, he's like, why do I skate anymore? And then he sees Reki in the audience and he's like. Reki yells to him because he's <clears> actually there. Yeah, yells out to him, and then he's like, oh yeah, this is why I skate. And then he fucking skips half of the half of the course and catches like, up. Like, literally, his heart starts beating faster, and light shines in his eyes when his boyfriend calls for him. Yeah, and uh, then uh, <laughs> he uses the momentum from uh, a pillar that Joe pushed 
and used it to it, like it swings backward and then when it starts to swings forward he goes in front of it and then jumps in front of it and lets it push him forward and i was like jesus fucking joe really pushed that shit i was thinking that too <laughs> and also i thought about it afterwards but how did joe push it forward and maintain forward momentum it was just, actually a girder he literally so just kicked it so hard I did like his like little freaking, uh, his sta- his po- his standing pose, his, his T pose. Oh, his no, plank or like his plank it wasn't on even the a plank, skateboard. Really, it was it was more than that, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, on the skateboard. I thought, okay, this is creative. I like this. Yeah, that was fun. when he did that, I said to Connor, "I'm like, man, Joe is the most likely to die while skateboarding." <laughs> Just. <laughs> Little did we know that it was actually Cherry who was the most likely to die. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, so first about the, uh, lastly about the Longa and uh, Joe. I, I thought it was good. I it didn't, it didn't seem like, like, yeah, it was a little like extra, but I thought it wasn't like too, too out of the realm of possibilities to where I was like, all right, this is wild. But it was like, oh, this is like pretty cool, actually. And I liked where what they did with it. Uh, but then we get to the Cherry versus Adam, and oh my god, <laughs> he fucking, he's like, alright, we're like, okay, this is, oh, this is gonna be good, here, oh, and he, Cherry goes all out, and Adam's like, fuck that, just fucking <laughs> skates in front of him. And then runs, runs towards him back. and smacks him in the face with his board. With his long Just clothes lines him goes, with a long board in the face. He goes, you're boring. <laughs> I mean, I he's not say, exactly wrong. They subverted I, I my expectations. Because I knew they Cherry really wasn't going to win. But I did not know that's how he was going to lose. Didn't know he was going to die. Oh, that shit I, was wild. I just hate it because it's like, but (laughs) I just hate it because it's like, uh, so what would he have won? (laughs) (laughs) No, I, how do you know? Because if Adam had the speed to get out in front of him, turn around and swing his fucking longboard at him, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he could have just blown by him too. What's the... like, like honestly, like at any moment, it was like Cherry's like, yeah, I got the lead, and then any every other moment, Adam was just like, okay, I'm gonna pull ahead a little bit, just casually. Yeah. Um, like so much. <laughs> How fast do you guys think they were going downhill at that moment? He had to be uh, miles at per least hour, like twenty five to thirty. Okay, so let's just say like twenty five to be generous. Okay, let's say thirty then. A man sprints at you clotheslines you with a, a long board that has bull horns on it in the face <laughs> yeah <laughs> you fall back protect nothing your skull hits the rock <laughs> you're dead yeah you're dead. it was pretty wild i you would you would be dead i i actually couldn't believe that shit was hilarious <laughs> that, yeah that <laughs> it was, was pretty funny but I was like, this is so dumb. <laughs> yeah, but it was I, th- so I think it worked in its favor. It yeah. was like, it was so dumb, but also in line with everything else that I was yeah. like, alright, yeah, I'm down for it. I was Every- annoyed while they interspersed that, just the longa, like, Reki, Reki, where are you? 
Yeah. Like, oh my god, just fuck already. <laughs> Babe? Babe? Yeah, honestly. Um, <laughs> I was like, honey, where'd you go? Like, I won. When it was showing Joe and Adam and uh, Cherry's flashback of, like, how they were, like, how they were in, like, rival skateboard gangs or something, and then they, like, got a f- got friendship, and, well, like, Adam revealing his face, and Cherry looking at his face, and there's, like, sparkles, and... <laughs> There's like perfect lighting. I was like, "What is this? <laughs> what am I seeing right now? What's with yeah. more romantic tension?" <laughs> it's lost love, actually. At that point, it is lost love. At that so I point, I think we're all on the same page. We just wish this would go the full BL route. Mm-hmm. It would make it like it would make it feel less like awkward. Because <laughs> right now it's like. There's so much implied romantic tension, but no yeah. overt, like, nothing is actually out there. And it's it feels a little ridiculous at times. But maybe that's just me. And there's yeah. not going to actually not be just BL you. in the series. Okay. There's not actually going to be BL in the series, but I'll be satisfied if they hold hands. <laughs> or something, yeah. That would well, be candid to me. That's, that's what I, I've just subjected myself to be like, alright, there, it's a it's boy love. It had like, it can't be anything else, or else I'm just. It's just, I like, I can't rationalize it any other way. Yeah, that that's it actually has to true. Be. <laughs> but it it is. It still looks good. I just, I don't know what to. Like, I have no expectations coming into this show. It's become like re zero for me. I'm just like, uh, just see what happens. Wow, what is that? Do you see that? Connor just Connor just created a segue. <laughs> what? To ReZero. <laughs> this is not a segue. And has and this is gonna be a closed thought that has no purpose of being said. I saw a man casually on a segue yesterday while driving to work. <laughs> I see one almost every day. He he is like dressed up. He has a segue. He has. Um, Does he have like a helmet AirPods with like a light in front of it? Yeah, he has AirPods in, a, a helmet with a light on it, and like mirrors on it, and then he has like uh, an Apple Watch. I Call saw that segue man. Segway again. Segue. <laughs> I was gonna say it sounds like you're saying half sagua and half segway. <laughs> segway. Okay. I, um, I saw that man, but yeah, so, re zero. Re zero. Re zero. Passions, uh, Colin. Um, What's your passions about it this week? Um, I feel like there's less to be cool. passionate about this week compared I to last week. I like this week's episode. Yeah, I thought it was good. They fought. Uh, fucking. They fought. What else happened? <laughs> Garf they did smushed fight. the battle leader. Yeah. You know, not gonna. Like, that was the final shot of the episode, basically, where Garf threw that hippo mob beast on her. But I was actually kind of surprised because normally when someone's crushed in anime, their body just kind of gets pressed, right? They showed her um, like disintegrate a little bit. Yeah, it was like literally like top of her head being smushed down. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, like, I like that. Style. I like that. Because like, <laughs> at first I was like, she's just gonna get back up, and I'm like, oh, <clears throat> yeah. That fight and like the animation for the fight was actually pretty good. The, uh, it was. the sister showing up was like a tiny bit corny, but you know it was hap- gonna happen, so it was it was all good. <laughs> Both the sisters showing um, up. I liked that they made the fight bloody because yeah. 
before when they tried to do like shock value and like oh there's blood it's usually just when Subaru dies but this was like oh this is a gruesome fight and like it's a back and forth yeah they're just um, throwing yeah uh so is Garfield a vampire now what? is that how that works I don't know how vampires work. She bit him. Oh, did she? I was. Yeah, they she bit, bit him each in the other. Neck. Oh, I would assume then, just because, like, why else would you have them bite each other? But maybe well, it was Gar- just part of the well, primal fight. Garf has sharp teeth, so he like jumped in. He like held her arms. And he like went to the jugular, basically. Yeah, and she did the same. There is a really cool bit of animation where I think she stabbed his hand, and then. It tra- he transformed that hand and arm into the tiger hand. Yeah. Like, that looked really cool. Yeah, it did. It's like, it's like, pow. I'm not going to lie, this like, fight made me forget about, like, the, the tail end, like, Amelia's part of the episode. Yeah. I kind of... Uh, that, that's why I said, the fight. Yeah. What, <laughs> what else happened? But they, yeah, so Amelia went through the third trial, right? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. uh, the future. Horrible future. Potential features. And she's just still resilient little Amelia. Can't be beat now. She got confronted by the Witch of Wrath. Probably. Um, because Echidna didn't want to see her. Yeah. She's like, yeah, mm. Echidna's pretty mean. She's like, if that's how you want to put it. <laughs> mm. I also feel like there were probably some hints in that future, like that flash forward scene that they had. Oh, definitely. There definitely is. But I'm not I going back to mm. notice them, but yeah, I'm sure there were some plot indicators um, and some foreshadows. for a second for a second i thought there it was like gonna reveal it would have been really interesting but i thought they were gonna reveal that subaru has this weird power but they didn't show anything visually so like if, if she was show if she was visually shown of like a ton of futures where subaru died then uh that would be wild yeah yeah kind of uh, interesting but at least she's done now I yeah. what do you guys think? At least think? we're done now. <laughs> uh she was like, "Oh, we'll ha- I'll have to come back and you know, we'll have a tea party sometime." Do you think she's going to try to make friends with all the witches? Probably. Yeah. I really hope I th- that doesn't I happen. I think she well, I think she is the witch of envy. Basically, like now basically. We don't have any confirmation for that aside from Aishdedu. It was well also um, that like uh the affection that the with with the the, the, the with of wrath, the witch of wrath showed her like just like being all huggy, yeah. lovey dovey. It was like obviously mm-hmm. y'all like knew each other. She knows your mom, or you know whatever. I'm pretty sure her mom is the witch of envy, though. Yeah. I don't know if her mom's still alive though. Yeah, I don't really I get it. Um. Is Ram dead? <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, right. That, that was probably that. the most important. That was yeah. the last frame of the episode, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. yeah. Like Ram and Puck successfully retrieved like the Book of Prophecy from Roswell and burned it. The Tome of Greed. Yeah, yeah. She says, "I, I love you." I, I love like, you. Why? Well, we don't hardly see any of the shit she's done with Roswell, so. Whatever, I, like I can, I can believe that just because like we haven't been following her 
for that long or Rosal for that long. She had a pretty like, it was a pretty clear devotion. It's fine if it's that comes from love, I guess. Mhm. I okay. I mean like she's been pretty obsessed or devoted to and with him throughout the series. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think it was inconsistent. But I just don't yet. think they showed it and I think they needed to show it. She's not supposed to show it. I think they I think they show too much of other shit, so I don't care. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm with Connor. Like, it's like the devotion was already shown, so I like it wasn't a stretch of my imagination to believe her saying "I love you." Um, Not that I like, but yeah, the the shock of Roswell being like, "Oh fuck, that was your goal," and then him annihilating her with fire. Yeah, um, he probably, that. he probably did kill her because when Amelia got out of the trial, it was snowy, so yeah, he might have just killed her and then set the blizzard. Here come the, the rabbits. <laughs> Here they uh, come. So we're probably Amelia's probably going to go through it in these next couple episodes. She's been real triumphant lately, really, just win after win for her. So it's it's kind of got to be a a big L coming up, right? Yeah. Probably. I mean, I don't think she's gonna die or anything. No, but they like might this, just like leave the sanctuary. This half of the season, like the first half, was like the downtrodden arc, and this has been like the triumph arc. So I'm, I'm just waiting for some pullback. <laughs> oh it's yeah, gonna... also Subaru and Otto and whatever the little girl's name is incredibly easily killed that giant mob beast. Oh yeah, <laughs> he just like yeah. he burned it. He just blew it up. I'm like, okay, that's fair. I like his failed use of dust. That was pretty funny. He was like, I know. My modern knowledge will let me throw this dust onto the fire and it'll explode. And he's just sitting there. He's like, well, that shit didn't work at all. Didn't work. That was yeah, I did like that. Too. That slightly funny moment that just the bowel snatcher, the bowel hash slinging slasher. Was like you have a little too much trust in your friend there, and he's like, "Nope, he's got it handled." Yeah. He shows him, and he's like, "Oh fuck!" Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, that was good. Garf, you should know that he can't fight. So very, very few complaints for this week, and I think that's one of the best things we can say about Rezero. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's talk it's about another isekai, because I'm the king of segways. You guys want to talk about Mushoku, or you want me to talk about Slime, or, or do you spiders. want me to talk spider. about Kumo? This is the biggest, yeah, this is the biggest segue you could have produced. Well, I'm trying to make it easy, you know. Let's try to cut through Spider real quick. Okay. She, I, I caught a fat spoiler off Spider. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was reading comments. I caught a spoiler. fat spoiler. Um, and we also caught oh. a YouTube comment. Yes, shout outs. Thank you, Owen. Thank you, Owen. Thank you so much for enlightening us. <laughs> we we desperately wanted to know if that was true or not. It turns out, like the source that I heard the uh, the idea that humans weren't in Spider from, had only read the manga, and yeah. the humans aren't in the manga. Um, so like the the bottom so, line was that it was a light novel first, right? It's a it's source material is a light novel. It's like a light novel or like webtoon. And or in something. the light novel, there are humans, right? 
and like all the plot is really like most of the plot is really from like the human side yeah centers on the human side i'm i'm gonna go out on a limb and say it's more bearable in light novel form probably Uh, it just seems so generic in anime format yeah anyway so that's thank you for correcting us or enlightening us owen that was uh that was actually really good to know um, yeah, we so yeah, the manga doesn't have it. the humans, and it's apparently kind of fucked right now, according to, like, the... Well, it's not fucked, but the the way the plot it's is just coming confusing. to a head is going to be complicated. Um, so, yeah. But this episode... What happened? She we, beat the dragon. Oh, yeah, she did. Damn, she's a badass. And she's got, like, a bunch of curse techniques. Now. Yeah, so she beats the dragon, magic and then brain. she finds a way to, like somehow she communicates with the administrator or she like oh the dragon triggers an administrator event no dragon like uh the, the the dragon is killed and then like a demon yeah. lord is like how like a dragon was killed in this weak ass cave i'm gonna go yeah. there he shows up and they can't talk to one another and <laughs> the administrator like, drops a smartphone <laughs> Yeah, the programmer of the world, the god of the world, drops a phone and talks to both the demon lord, has him peace out, and then her. And it's like, hey, had my friend leave for now. <laughs> okay, yeah. cool. It's like, hey, he's not going to kill you. It's like, oh, well, that's nice. Um, <laughs> Are you so, god? Yeah. Kind of, but I just like watching you. Well, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so we got a little information about like the way the world is run, and clearly it's like... There's administrators with high-level powers of some kind. But she called herself the most evil god or something like that. She's like, I the could potentially become... Yeah. Oh, 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 no, yeah, the administrator did, yeah. Called herself, like, an evil finicky evil god, god or whatever, but also said she's not really connected to that world. She's an outsider looking in from the, the current world that Spider-Girl's in. So it's weird. Mm-hmm. I'm really confused. Yeah, like she she's like I w- I wasn't born of this world either, I came from somewhere else too. Yeah, but it was cool. And then yeah, so then we switched to the humans and, uh, Shlane, who that was a hard one. Shlane's in class just chilling after his brother goes off on a mission to fight the demons, and then yeah, suddenly o- episode opens up with huge death flags. They're just yeah, like, hey bro, I'm going on this flags. mission, uh. I'm going to teach you a bunch of shit when I get back or something like that. Yeah. Like, I love you, bro. Flag the fuck out so, of him. He was, he was clearly going to, me and Ty were both like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. Um, so yeah. But it was kind of cool how they revealed him actually dying because since there are skills in the world, all of a sudden mid class, this dude just Shlain. receives in his head. It's like, yeah, Shlane is just like, you've acquired the hero skill and like starts like rattling, like all the things attached mm-hmm. to that skill. And he's like, wait, what the fuck? He's rationalizing. Only one person. Yeah. It's like realizing that only one person in the world can have that. It belonged to his brother. It can only be passed like next of kin, basically. And he has a fucking freak out. Yeah. Understandably. His brother is dead. Yeah. Who he greatly respected. And then we switch to the demon side and the demons are like, it's basically like we're going to war because this one demon lord girl is the clear strongest. So she commands us all. And she's sending mm-hmm. us to war, so we go to war. I forgot about that part. And then it's like, that that's where I picked up the fat spoiler from, actually. So that is where I will stop. My, I mean, I'm assuming she was Isakai, if that's a spoiler. I would I think say they've already implied that. I don't know. I think they already said that in an episode, the, if that uh, is it. 
our, our, our dear spider girl is probably involved in their plans in some way. Well, she is, she it does have demon lord like powers. Yeah. And that, yeah, that's all I'll say. I don't, I don't want to, you know, spoil anything well, potentially sensitive because I don't really know what happens. I just know a little snippet of like a future spoiler. So we'll leave it. Future spoilers. Well, what are some other isekais? So there's Mashoku and Slime and Dr. Stone. <laughs> Dr. Stone count, kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an isekai. How about... Not, not really. Should I go through slime real quick? I can fly. Through. Go ahead. Alright, ready? Don't no. sound so excited, Colin. <laughs> um, fuck, wait, what happened this week? Oh, basically nothing happened this week, that's why. Uh, so yeah, there. he's just going through the plan of like, this is how we're going to get everybody back. This is why I need to kill 10,000 people to become a demon lord, to bring back all our dead friends. And we're going to send everybody off in different directions. This is our strategy. So they're basically just defending their city and everyone's going to get to fight again next episode. It was So he literally, so his friends literally are going to come back. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're, they're calling it a 3% chance. But. Um, and it's but. actually kind of cool. So you remember Melim, the pink haired demon Lord that he meets in the first mm-hmm. season. So, yeah. The way that he's becoming a demon lord, or the way that he found out that people can become demon lords, is her origin story. Or it's like heavily implied that it's her origin story. So that was kind of cool. It was a fun little tie-in. But basically nothing happened this week. It was all strategy, and then it was like, everybody go off north, east, south, west. Go fight your respective opponents, and we'll get back to you next week with the, uh, the results. Gotcha. So yeah, that's yeah. it. It's a test. Go out, perform. Yeah, basically. But we could watch some or talk about some Mushoku Tensei then. Um, Racism. this was a really good episode. Did you guys think from the video like thumbnail that that was his dad or that it looked a lot like his dad? I feel like the suit, sui, suigird, suibird, su- sugird looks a lot like Paul. <laughs> Uh, I don't um, he does have a similar like structure to Paul, like facial wise. Oh yeah, um, kind of. I, I I didn't think it was him in the thumbnail or anything. I didn't like think it was him, but I thought it was gonna be like connected to him, or I thought his dad had been like taken over. I don't know. My mind was racing when I saw that. I was like, is that Paul? <laughs> uh, so finally we meet. Uh, they've been talking about you know little uh little snippets of every here and there about people with green hair and a jewel on their forehead um turns out it is a race of people that uh or a tribe that got tricked by this what god or demon to laplace the demon lord laplace the demon lord um that gave them these spears but ended up killing a bunch of people yeah that not only took out their foes but took out like though like anyone including like loved ones yeah and, like, and so and allies <laughs> what are they called uh, bro Ru- yeah Rui jerds that's i thought so superdias superdias oh yeah 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 superbs or superds yeah superds supards I just um, accidentally spoiled myself again trying to find that, but it's fine. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> well, th- this was, um, 
this this was the moment after the magical explosion, right? So this is like the first we saw Rudy yes. and uh, what's her name, the red haired princess. Oh, do we? Alone no, we. Okay, hold on, 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 hold on. We forgot God talks to his naked forty year old <laughs> self. Oh yeah, naked with glasses. The truth. Don't get it wrong. Yeah, the, the truth, truth comes. talks to him. <laughs> the truth shows and he's up. like hey like i'm rooting for you how about you know you make a deal with me and uh you have my support and it was you very help me divinity-esque out. he was like i'm the god of humans yeah mm-hmm. he's like so you did this to me he goes no it's probably this wizard dragon <laughs> yeah it's more that the demon like god's yeah. domain or whatever i was like oh that's his thing but brain. uh he's like you saw it hella fishy i don't want to i don't want to deal with you and I was like, well, nice. <laughs> I feel he it. Like turned, he, like, turned over, like, he, like, totally uh, started thinking separate, like, separately. And the guy's like, you know you wouldn't be going back as the form you're in right now, right? That's just how you mentally perceive yourself. And he's like, oh, thank God. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm more willing to listen. I'd rather be Rudis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, he is a lot more badass. But, yeah, so he ends up, a from the God, he ends up. The god is like, look, just listen to this. Like, once you wake up, somebody's going to be by you. Trust him and help him. And he's like, all right, bet. I'll do that, I guess. But then he wakes up, and he's with the super named Rui. Jerd, Rui, Jerd, Superdia, something like that. He's really hard to say name. And they introduce each other, and he doesn't have, like, that pre-existing fear of the super. So he's just like, Hajime Mashte, nice to meet you. And he's like, the... He's aggressively guy. like polite. Uh, polite. Yeah. He like goes and sits right next to him, and the guy's like, "This kid's different." It's and then bow. I love they immediately give you that juxtaposition where Eris wakes up and she freaks out. Super and it's freaks like, out. Yeah, and he's like, "That's usually how it goes." Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> "That's a normal reaction." Mm-hmm. And I like that it didn't linger too much. It was like, "Look, Eris, he's chill," and she was like, "Oh, he is chill." like okay cool we got the like this is how the world is and then she doesn't have to deal with it anymore she can kind of move forward yeah well i probably why it's good that it's just those two and exactly it's like nowhere to be seen it also makes a lot of sense because it's like oh like she trusts rudy and he has been right in so many other ways so for her to like continue with this like doesn't make sense yeah and uh i will have to this is my favorite part of this episode, okay? And you guys would have never guessed it. I love... I Okay, guess it. Uh, I, I, okay, hold on. Um, Ty, you go first. <laughs> um, when, when Rudy shows up at the demon village and Eris like, is talking to him and he's just not listening and he's just like, oh my god, it's Roxy over there it's another rock scene. when he ah. says can i call you stepdad <laughs> i forgot about that uh, damn it i was just taking a shot in the dark that i don't think would be yeah, the answer it, it had to be something upcoming so it's fine go ahead um, i loved the village i loved that they had turtle houses because like they showed oh there's a turtle monster and like they ate it and then they're like oh their houses are made up to just like it, and it, it looks weird like they're the turtle houses and they're they're everywhere and it's just such world building and such like so unique that like 
You are right. I would not have expected that, but I do appreciate that. It's it's just something that that's so refreshing to see. It's so it's so actually like uh like a JRPG yeah. kind of thing. Uh that I don't feel like I get to see a lot. Yeah, it was very cool and it's like yeah, you can't set that up very naturally. So having this world where he gets double isekai is like, "Oh yeah, sure, we can do whatever the fuck we want." So, let's yeah, make a turtle like, village. Oh, like a you know, we know turtles live <laughs> yeah. around here. Like this is part of the landscape and Oh, the locals use that as part of their building. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that's that's how literal cool. kame houses. Yeah. I need to go back to that episode and like take like reference photos because the next D and D character I'm gonna play is gonna be a guy from a village made from dragon turtle corpses. So it'll be basically the same concept. That's so what when during the episode I said like it's the village hidden in the half shell. That was. <laughs> A reference to what I'm going to be playing next. Also, both of y'all made that connection where he asked uh, how old she was. What's her <laughs> Roxy. Roxy. And they said She's 43. 43, yeah. And he's like mentally... Is he actually 43 mentally or is he like 44 mentally? He's 34 mentally. It actually perfectly splits the difference because he's forty-four mentally and what twelve, physically. Yeah, he's ten. Ten, so he's yeah, like, he's yeah. ten. So he's like, he just had his birthday. They celebrate every. So five he's years. in his mid twenties, and Roxy, who is a demon, so she lives twice as long to two hundred, and then she's forty, double his technical mental age, right? If you yeah. you split the difference, mm-hmm. so there, there, yeah, it was just funny. I was like, oh, it pretty much lines up perfectly if you like <laughs> calculate it out a little bit. It's like ah, first girl syndrome. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just made me I laugh. <laughs> did like meeting her family. Yes, that was super funny. And I like the uh, the subtle background of the superds. Yeah. He's just like, okay, we're all going to you know have dinner or whatever. And then sitting around the fire, he's like, I'm going to tell you why like this isn't true. We didn't try to kill everybody. And yeah, he asked. Out. He's like, I want clarity why people think you're mm-hmm. monsters. So then you find out that their spears are a big part of their culture, and the demon god, demon lord, demon lord, Lapless said, uh, here, take these new spears, they'll make you stronger. And then they were really strong, but it also drove them insane, and they started killing each other and everybody around them. And they were like, fuck, that was the demon god's plan all along. And then they are now the hated demon tribe. Yeah, they and have a terrible reputation. You know, I am actually... At first, I was like, oh, his... Because he's like, I, I want to avenge my people, and I want to clear our name, and da 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 And I was like, oh, that's simple. But I'm like, you know what? I think it's good that it's simple. Like, it's simple. Like, it's easy to get behind, and, and it doesn't huge. create... It's, yeah, it's a yeah, huge task. Yeah. It's a huge task, and it doesn't create a web of other things that needs to be done right it's like okay cool we're along with this this is just like sort of a side quest that like we'll we'll come along it will come along the way we'll we'll run into it of course Mm -hmm. but it Uh, is clearly important because the god was like yeah you need to help this guy so that'll be interesting um question is demon god or demon lord lapless or whoever he is considered to be good by like the general people I thought they had talked about him earlier. I don't remember. I think he's considered to be good. Because isn't he the guy in charge of the Flying Fortress? 
I thought that's what it was. And he's the one that united all the... Oh, no, wait. Was that different? I can't remember. But he's the one who united we'll all the demon tribes, more. right? So at least yeah. from a demon world eyes, he saved them. So he should be considered good. I'm just curious why, like... It'll be interesting to get some more backstory into, like, the war of the demons and why the superd got fucked and what the purpose of that was. We'll probably learn more about it. Yeah. I want sure during this airing date. Oh, there's actually going to be 24 episodes, aren't there? Oh, I didn't know that. That's nice. Isn't there? Nope, there's only going to be 11. Bastards. Sorry. How many what are we at? Nine. We're at nine? Nine, yeah. Two more? Two it's more. Not very much. My favorite part of the episode was when he said to Roxy's parents, he's like, can I call you stepdad? And mm-hmm. mom's like, <gasps> and dad's like, no. No. He's like, hi. Yes. It was gold. Um, I want to see Eris use her sword. I they would gave, like to see Eris do something sword. cool. I thought when when Rudy was given that sword, I thought it was like a great sword. And then like, yeah. it showed Eris in the background, and it's like the size of like a machete. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's just <laughs> super thick. Yeah. Like. Thick blade. Thick. It's like a wide. It's like super wide. Yeah. It was. But short. Um, so would yeah. you guys read the, the source? Like, if this was a manga first, would you read the manga? No. After finishing this? Yes. No. no. Reasons? I think the things, I think the the cringy parts would be so much worse in manga format. Hmm. See, I just don't agree with that in general. I think you can skip cringe so much faster in manga form. You can. I just, I, I just have a feeling it would be worse. I might give it a try. Um, yeah, I'm, I was, I'm the same with. Is is Colorado it a is. original uh, light novel mm-hmm. or is it novel. okay? So it has a after the fact manga adaptation yes, probably. Exactly. I I don't know if this is just me because I've mentioned before that I'm like always recommend like someone always recommends to me Spice and Wolf, which is like a decent light novel, but I can like something about the pacing of manga created from light novels sometimes it's just really bad so i just have to test the waters i guess i do also want to try buying a light novel like an english translated light novel and reading it just because i'm curious about like the source of so many good mo- or anime right it's like it's all come yeah. from light novels i should try reading one i still want to get more konosuba but i'm also kind of hesitant because i think the parts i want to hear like read about I, I'm in a mix of, do I just buy Volume 2 of Konosuba, even though I know it's not going to be any new content from outside of the anime until Volume 5? That's probably better. chronologically anyway? Because then you can compare like, and contrast. You can make a whole, uh, you can make a YouTube video about it. I can make a YouTube video. Because it'd be so interesting to get, like, the light novel versus the show. Because nobody reads the fucking light novels. It's just like, if it's a good enough light novel, they'll make it a show. So... Be interesting. I hope the show gets more seasons. I don't want to do it, but I'm down to have you do it. <laughs> Just kidding. I will probably pick up a light novel, either Slime or Mushoku or something that's like ongoing that I want to read or stay up on because I just want to try. I will say, reading the cringy parts of Mushoku without pictures, do you think that would be easier to skip? Or would you read like a paragraph of him molesting a young girl? Probably more than a paragraph. Yeah. yeah to be honest. <laughs> I would I, I would I would read it still. I mean like I'll try and you know 
I don't I'll know. Probably I read a manga I of Michelle gotta, Like Gear, I have to read it, but just not to a light see novel. What the fuck is like how how they presented this? <laughs> what the differences are. So I'd have to at least see, but then yeah. I don't know, man. I'm it, it. I'm, I'm getting the like first... <laughs> more okay with it, I guess, or not okay with it, but I'm starting to accept that he's gonna like he's ten, and I just need to. He needs to get there, and then once he's there, I'll be there too. <laughs> No, I accept it for the series, and I'm not even, like, hung up about it anymore, but for whatever reason, imagining, like, me imagining the light novel makes me imagine, like, weird erotica. So, like, at least in the beginning. Specifically the beginning. I can see that. This is so. a renowned series, though, right? So, in theory, it should mm-hmm. be kind of tasteful. Well, I don't know. Uh, we'll just have to pick one up and let you guys know. <laughs> Connor will be reading Mashoku Tensei for us all. We'll release videos of him, uh... Cringing. Reading it out loud. <laughs> we'll do live recordings. Then we'll get our channel taken down. True. <laughs> Worth. Alright. Last Isekai, uh, Dr. Stone? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Do it. <sighs> okay. I think... I don't know. I think I said this last episode. Okay. For, I'll start at the beginning. Uh, we're in the middle of the fight. Uh, we're sort of at, like, a stalemate. Brain versus brawn. Blah, blah, blah. I say it every time, but that's what they do. So, um, basically, what's his, Tsukasa is, like, beating everybody up, and, uh, Senku is trying to find a way to beat him because they used all of their stuff already. They, that they consumed rebuilt. their science. <clears throat> um, and they pretty much just make uh, nitroglycerin to blow up shit. And then uh, they're like, oh, well, I guess you don't want to attack us and we don't want to attack you. So that's a stalemate. And I'm like, ah, oh, you wanted to do this all along, didn't you, Senku? And then he's like, Haha, you know me and science. And then um, Senku's like, hmm, you're an interesting dude, Tsukasa. You're, you have the world, but you wanted to make a new world, even though you were like set up in your previous life. Uh, you must have a little sister that's sick. And he goes, I do. And he goes, well, we, the stone curing also has regenerative properties so there's a chance that if we find her and bring her back to life she won't be in her lifelong coma anymore and and that's what happens dude paperback so light over Sukasa. they are um oh, does he does he win over Sukasa in that moment he takes him prisoner oh well okay so first i need to say that I could just take Colin's audio right now and just make a like an animatic abridged of uh, <laughs> Doctor Stone. Yeah, that's, <laughs> say you got a little sister that's sick, and he's like, "Yeah, I do anything for her." And he goes, "Well, you know what? Th- this thing will probably make her alive." And he's like, "Okay, let's go um, bomb a uh, a beach." To figure out, to, to try to find where her her statue is. 
That's what, what they do. Why, why would Tsukasa... If, if Segu is like, your sister could be healed by this thing. Oh, no, but they took they took control of the cave, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And Tsukasa's alone at that point, yeah. I assume. And then, so basically, I, okay, I they, do, they do a voiceover of, like, um, also now, like, we also have to think about that this cave can only produce so much of this antidote that we have to choose who we want to uh, bring back. And that in itself is a great challenge to overcome. <laughs> yeah, it shows I don't a lot. know, man. <laughs> Can they not find an alternative to bat guano? No, apparently no. not. Like, I was talking to one of my friends about this show. And he was like, bro, you watching like Jujutsu Kaisen and Dr. Stone? That shit's, them shits are good. And I was like, yeah, bro, Jujutsu Kaisen's the best. Uh, <laughs> I was like, uh, Doctor Stone kind of for fourteen year olds, but it's still good. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be like, and yeah, man, the science, and then you don't go like any further yeah. into it. Yeah, than that. actually, he was so, like, I science bet science cool. would be cooler in high school. I was like, oh, that is actually true. I would have found this cooler in high school. That is well, true. Yeah. We were fourteen. Yeah. So, but I still probably would have wanted people to die. So, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. <laughs> what? what? what god these i feel like i know quite a bit just because of doing this podcast with both of you guys but just colin's explanation that is completely believable and i believe 100 percent to let's go bomb a beach (laughs) (laughs) it just sounds like such a funny jump in logic it's like she's gotta be around there somewhere let's go bomb it because like i don't know god there's so many things that i'm like how do they know this stuff i guess no, if he knows what hospital else. she was at then seku could just be a super genius and be like yeah well that's geo like yeah that's what they did they probably were probably like, over here okay yeah they were like it's probably over here so yeah. let's bomb this beach and I try just to wrote find the her show, statue guys. let's face it i come on let's but the show is six line hearts out of seven <laughs> hey this is real this is real fucked up this is okay. really fucked up. Alright, think about this. Tsukasa was like, I'm I'm tired of that fucking bullshit where people with all the money who don't do anything uh, fucking create a society and they get whatever they want. And then he's like, okay, because I'm the most powerful person in this world, I'm going to get whatever I want. And just because I have a little sister that's in a coma, we're going to use some of this limited antidote on my sister who might die if we were trying to revive her. It's like, aren't you doing exactly what you didn't? Yeah, like you're only getting this because you're super strong. He's a petty-ass the bitch. Greatest, the greatest villain is a hypocrite. <laughs> and I, I think, I, I don't know if I said this in the, the other uh, podcast, but um, I remember saying before, why don't they just come up with, like, a truce? Like, why don't they negotiate something where Senku can do his science and Tsukasa can, like, sort of control to a certain extent how he wants the the society to rise? So what extra sucked about this was that if Senku had just said, like, if he had figured this out sooner, they could have avoided so much. He could have just been like, bruh probably revive your sister like i think i know where she is and he would have been like oh well that's kind of all i really want that's what i'm so, saying dope. yeah so it's just like 
I don't know. It's like it feels if thrown just... in after the fact. It's like, Ugh. yeah. W- when was the reveal that he had a sister, or is it this literally episode. this episode? That, that episode. Oh. This episode, they're like <laughs> sitting in the cave, figuring things out, and Senku's like, "Gen, isn't it weird that like Sukasa, who was like always fighting on TV shows and like fighting for money in the ring and like trying to become famous, would want to create a primitive world?" And then Gen was like, "That is kind of weird." And he's like, you know what? I bet. And then they go into the whole sister thing. Oh no! Yeah. yeah. Oh no! They just they they just supplied plot convenience out of nowhere. That's that's literally this show. It's like we need to set up things and resolve things with convenience so that we can shove science into it. But it's worse. We need to con- because there's a manga, so they could have done it differently. <laughs> it's like, all right, we've seen this for uh, this formula you use, make it smoother. But nope, it's just fucking direct adaptations. Yeah, well, I've well, heard that. I've know. heard the manga is actually like really fun, and they probably take more time to expand on ideas. Like, uh, my brother has been, my brother's been reading Doctor Stone since forever. Um, actually, when the first season came out, I was kind of like blown away because I'm like, oh my god. I remember, like, I didn't remember, my like, him talking about it, but, like, when I was watching the first episode, I'm like, oh, my God, Corey talked to me about this so long ago, <laughs> and, and this is, like, this this shit is dope. Yeah. Like, I was loving the first season. It was cool. It's still, like, um, it is, it's just, it feels, the plot feels so heavy-handed at times. It seems like, it, it seems like it doesn't know how to accelerate and break. It, it, it looks like the shifting speeds of, like, a... Well, information dumps. I would just say the the story itself sucks, but the <laughs> some of the things they do with it is is fun. That that pause <laughs> that Colin had as he thought of, do I want to call it out? Yeah, I want to call it out. <laughs> it does. Let's fight. Like, cause at one point I'm like, why doesn't Sukasa just fucking run in and kill him? Cause he knows. He knows he's not going to throw this fucking dynamite at him. Yeah. And like, honestly, no with one Sukasa's died. superhuman ass, he could probably beat the dynamite from blowing up. Yeah. Well, he they also acknowledge, he's like, I could parry it or something. And but it would still explode. Would happen. But it would still explode. Blah, blah. His nitro was like, <sighs> No one got, literally no one got, like, hurt but Yukio. Ukyo. Ukyo. Close enough. <laughs> he's, the mean, only, he's bloody. And then... The guy who was like, nobody can die, almost died. And that was it. Yeah. I, I guess Heal. the jarring thing from an outsider to like observe from you guys watching it is that it seems like a, the shift in control happened really suddenly. Where it seemed like, because of how... Uh, like. How recklessly efficient Tsukasa's forces were, like how dangerous they were by having no real order, um, like that seemed to be so much more valuable than Senku taking it slow and devising these meticulous plans. And then over the course of like six episodes, like literally everything going to Senku's plans is like kind of jarring to suddenly Tsukasa is submissive. Yeah. Like that is like really bizarre to like here yeah so they had him in like a white coat like he was he was all surrendered up right pretty much yeah and uh we'll see where these next two episodes take us to finish out the season yeah i have no clue 
I feel like they're gonna do a little setup for like a, a third season, even if they're not confirmed for one. It's I mean they're gonna yeah. jump into another plot line, right? Yeah. We'll see. Maybe I'll read the manga if Corey likes it. I'll have to check if he still likes or maybe, it. Or maybe yeah. we'll find out in the comments. True. Uh <laughs> alright, let's skip on to Promised Neverland. Oh right, this show. Two weeks <laughs> of stuff. Yeah. Two weeks but of stuff, yes. One one week. Yeah. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> well, because the the first week that we need to talk about is basically, hey, go find the um, Mujika in five days. Um, and then five days. Jumps out to four days have passed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, at this like after like how long? Four days. It was like it was like. It was on the fifth day. Yeah, on the fifth day, sure he, he attacks. And, but they also he find being Norman. Sonja and Mujika. Sonju. 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 And Mujika, yeah. Alright, yeah. I honestly thought Emma was going to get fucked up for a second, and then Sonju, like, decapitated that huge demon in, like, a fraction of a second. I'm like, oh my god, he's OP. <laughs> yeah, he's... He's so okay, dope. so, uh... I don't care that he wants to so eat yeah, people. yeah, manga he's reader, dope. tell us... What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I I cannot. <laughs> but I I need to tell you. I at the end of the second episode is when I want to talk about uh, how they meet, which is really weird to me. Um, but should, should we cover ha- what happened the episode then? And then yeah, you can, yeah. like try to. Well, that's okay. so so um yeah. So the first episode, they make this deal, and then uh, Norman breaks it because he's like, I'm gonna die. And I want to, like, bury, like, I want to have the burden of all your sins so that I can save you guys and kill everybody. But in retrospect, he's like, I'm going to die soon. <laughs> and he's like, and I, and we're going to fucking kill all the demons before I die. And it's like, how long do you have? Like, this is one village you're attacking right yeah. now. <laughs> this village was, he did say that this village was their test to yeah. see if this drug but still I was, oh shit but uh well, even more than like how long do you have like uh, literally up until like at the very end of this no it was like halfway through the second episode i think like i was just saying to Connor the whole time we were watching it i'm like w- he was not visually experimented on in his flashback like nothing yep. happened to him he was taking like knowledge tests and then it turns out to be like the pills they're having him eat i guess <laughs> but i don't know go on anyways go on. So, they Emma convinces Norman, uh, not to kill this child, <laughs> this teenage after child. After he's in the after grandpa. he's basically having a mental breakdown about like, this is, yeah, this is a girl who happens to be named Emma, by yeah. the way, but yeah, she just wants to live and just a kid. And the grandpa will do which is to like save her. super like in your face symbolism that I hate. <laughs> Like, oh, they have the same name. Uh, yeah. That was That's so directly it didn't even feel like symbolism. It's like, hey, just let me slap you in the face with this. Yeah. This this is literally like someone yelling at they're the fuck is saying it's demons are people too. Yep. And he's like Oh. But uh anyways, uh so then one of the like girl that was part of the Lambda project who was like vehemently against uh saving the demons sees like a demon girl with her baby sister or whatever 
and like almost kills them but then it like breaks down yeah she sees them like as herself basically yeah and then, it's always the kids man i guess it makes sense that like when finally f- faced with a demon village she'd be like oh shit uh but then yeah norman comes back he goes yeah i was just trying to burden all the sins so that i could save my family but this isn't how i want to do it um and they're like okay <laughs> uh. they go back and the old man talks for an hour um, the, the, the old and then demon. he gives them the plot convenience. I, okay, this is this the, is like my favorite part of the, the episode is where he goes, "Yeah, I found a man out in the woods, and he was holding this thing, um, and he really wanted to protect it, and so that's when I learned that humans were like people too. And then I ate him. <laughs> I ate him anyway. <laughs> I ate well, him. He, he said he brought them." to his family and he did like the religious yeah, ritual. Yeah, yeah, but I just thought that oh. was very... <laughs> Oh wow. This beautiful moment. And I ate him. He was delicious. <laughs> but it was uh, so yeah, good. um of course randomly they have this they oh god. Ah. Uh, this they, is, they this is a pen tip which the... is like for their like holographic pens that have a bunch of information on the world. Yep. And it was so plot this convenient. No, like every crazily plot everything convenient. is plot convenient. Is this is this is pro- part of the reason why I think I stopped reading the manga is because it's like, oh, Mujika's blood can literally solve everything. Oh, this pen tip has everything you ever needed to know about the Gracefield Farm. And for whatever reason, it has the antidote to the Lambda Project people. That's it's shit. just like. So that what? happened in the manga too? No. Okay. But I think they, they had to work hard for those plot pe- conveniences in the manga. Uh, the blood is the biggest thing, but I think they do. Yeah, they do find like a cure. But they have to like sort of work thing for it. Like the blood, for. I can get behind. Yeah, they, they, the insecure was like, piss me off. Yeah. Like, wh- why would why would the insecure be on the? Okay, first of all, we don't know who this random human is. Maybe it's that one guy who's leaving the hints before, whatever. Um, why would it be Miner. specifically? James why would it? Sp- Which was interesting. Why would he specifically have the information for Gracefield? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and why attach that the antidote? It just makes no sense. They're just like, oh yeah, guys, we're ending this in a couple episodes. Like, shut the. Fuck so that guy up. was James Rattree, Peter Rattree's brother from the institute. So he discovered that he didn't like what was going on in the farms and worked for ten years covertly gathering information, so that he could steal it and then present it to the outside world of humans and then work to save them and are you saying that i just and that's that not up. conjecture you're saying right? oh fuck up. it sounds so believable you should write the show dude. <laughs> i just made that up right now literally but uh like i can see that i'll write dr stone you can write promise neverland <laughs> i tell myself that weekly i'm like bro i could write this it's not i true. think they i think they allude to it um they, I'm pretty sure they do allude to it in this episode last, uh, where there are, there are humans, in Lambda, uh, Lambda, but in Lambda and uh, but there are on the children's side. Yeah, 
Um, I don't think explicitly say it in the episode, but they're like, uh, it showed Norman like in his like flashes of blowing up Lambda, like him receiving help from like adults there. Yeah. But they all died. But that's like, yeah, they, they're the ones that like created the pens and created the, the hideout and, but then so the resistance is dead. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, and then the Vincent thing pissed me off, where he's like, I'm calling in to snitch. Yeah, we were like, why? <laughs> it's like, literally, if your motivation is fuck the demons, why would you be immediately ready to work yeah. for the demons just because they weren't on board to annihilate them? Makes no sense. So but we also I, saw it yeah. coming from a mile away. Yeah, Ty and I were like, he so. must think it's doomed to fail or doesn't want to go back or feels betrayed by Norman. So he's like, fuck it, I'm sending it. Yeah, I, I, whatever it is, I do not like I it. I also and did it's not like, like it. I don't know. <laughs> There's a lot of times where I think betrayal is just like not done super right, and I'm just like, oh come on, don't do this, yeah. don't be that guy. Why? Why are you doing this <laughs> right just, now? <laughs> like the, the further we get into the second season, the more I think about how good the first one was, and how much like careful, like careful planning and, like, slow-paced build-up there was in the first season. Um, and then as I watch this season, every episode, I'm like, why am I more entertained by the possibility of two skateboard kids kissing than the show? Like, <laughs> <laughs> No, I gotta say my highlight for this... Okay, I say to the, the top highlight would be uh, Toto's fucking pitch to the face. Yeah. <laughs> and then immediately after that is uh, Cherry's skateboard to the face. Colin just like watch oh people take it to the face this week. Just get wrecked. People getting killed. So so I can believe that Toto would be alive, but Cherry like at the oh, did you see the end episode clip, Colin? Oh, fuck. Of skate? No. Just it shows like Cherry and Joe at Joe's restaurant, and Cherry's in like a. Uh, super high-tech wheelchair because of course he is why in um, a wheelchair i guess uh, uh, i mean he got fucked up the <laughs> i know but like and the damage yeah to his i don't spine. know i guess that makes sense um and he like they were gonna have a drink together and he knocked out but like during that i was like about mia and uh the secretary's like skateboard duel their beef their beef i hated that yeah, i actually take everything beef this week <laughs> I was gonna say I take everything back. That was my favorite moment. That was so gross. Rad I can't beef. even get excited, you... and it's such a rad beef too. I was like, oh. and you know they're saying beef because he just like whatever he says, beef. Yeah, because yeah, they they actually beef. say beef. Just call yeah, it Niku at that rate. God damn it. <laughs> uh, okay, so I got a I got a huge gripe, a huge gripe with skate. So okay. um. Longa breaks his board, right? And they're setting it up for be like, oh, he needs to ask Reki to build it because he's the one that built it in the first place. And like, he's that's gonna be his thing. And it's like, um, why don't you ask the person that like has a like a high tech board? Like, he could probably build you one that won't break. It's for the and. I understand. I understand. I, I understand. It's just a plot hole that's like, 
If anything, why don't Did you, you see go to the that, fucking guys? shop owner, like Recky's boss, and be like, uh, yo, guy who taught Recky how to do this, can you fix this? Cherry probably so, outsources his board, bro. He's rich. You know he didn't make that shit himself. Yeah, he definitely didn't. You, you know how, like, I was thinking about this in the episode, but you know how Adam was like, the reason I don't accept you or Joe's uh, beefs is because it's so boring to skate you guys? When he said that, like, thinking about now, I'm like, what part of Joe's skate style is boring? Right. Like, if if he did that shit where he, like, reeled back and was gonna hit him in the face, Joe would punch him back in the face and then just win. <laughs> like, Joe could turn into a human cannonball and just fucking, like, fly through him. Seriously. I want Joe to break his neck. Yeah, yeah Joe is best. <laughs> Joe is the best, best man. Joe is best man, even if he has really aggressive policies towards that women. That was a little awkward, but <laughs> it's an eyebrow raising. Maybe it was. Maybe it's a translation thing. No. His back, like, reminded me. You know how like they, they showed like super muscular back. Uh huh. <laughs> that reminded. That reminded me of um of Baki, where <laughs> Baki's dad has some like muscle deformity on his back that he has like extra muscles <laughs> so it looks super fucking crazy like Togedo. then it but it like it makes it look like he has a demon face on his back mm. but also makes him more powerful yeah. i guess <laughs> it's like more muscle it, means it, more remind, it always reminds me of that. I, that i have seen that and it looks ridiculous <laughs> The flex and, like, the sound effects that came from Joe's back made me think he was, like, a mech Always that goddamn second. rope Just tightening like... sound. Whoosh. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Alright, well, we got super off fucking track. We only have one more thing to talk about, right? Just Torimiya? Uh, did I we finish Promise Neverland? Oh, and Beastars. Did we finish Promise Neverland? Anything we else? We basically did finish Promise Neverland. Yeah, we probably, yeah. Um, okay, I'll say Beastars <laughs> real quick. Um, the confrontation, like, the confrontation has been set up between the Devourer and Lagoshi, and it's happening. So, there's, like, a, a dual date set, which is, like, New Year's Eve. Nice. So, assumingly, like, the last episode is gonna happen around then. Or it'll just happen next episode. I don't know. But fighting is going to ensue. I saw something on YouTube, and it was, like, picking the best anime couples of the year, and one of them was Lagoshi and Hal. Would you, would you pick them? Lagoshi and, and Haru. Haru is that what her name? It was Hall on the thing because it was in English. <laughs> was it the small white yeah. rabbit? Haru. Or... It must be Haru. Um, they make it. He said, "Don't deny your inner furry." So maybe it was more for Colin, but <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I think they've done something really like the first season was basically Lagoshi being like, "I'm this weird perverted dude because I'm a giant wolf attracted to this tiny rabbit." So that was basically a huge emphasis the first season. This season, he's basically just like. I know I love her, but we're not going to dwindle on that right now. There's, like, a murderer around, so we're not really interacting at all this season. Uh, we like that. They've talked, like, three times this whole season. Nice. Um, one of the times he did propose to her, though, because, like, how can I keep her safe while also... He's like, how can I keep her safe but also, like, be in a relationship with her? Oh, this is a way. And she's like, huh? But, I don't know. I don't think they're that great of a couple yet. <laughs> Because they haven't really it's done anything an as a couple. couple to pick out. I was like, this is... Hmm, why these two of all people? That that guy, whoever said that, wasn't denying his inner furry. Was, but they, like, realistically, they've basically done nothing that a couple does. Or Garnt. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know if he reads it, but they've basically done nothing. 
couple, like, at all. They, like, talk to each other on the stairwell, and, uh, th- they've, like, That's hugged. A couple. <laughs> I guess. Talking on the stairwell. Talking on the stairwell. She's, <laughs> he's just, like, thinking to himself other shit. Uh, we want to talk about best couple. It's Hori oh, Mia. it's gotta be Hori-san to Mia Murica. Fucking more masochism more facing inner demons it was uh so it's a confront the childhood type episode miyamura sees his childhood bullies and then he's still super passive but now he has hori so she backs him up and kicks the shit out of his bullies and gives him confidence so the next time he sees his bullies he's just like hey man like like it's like you could the the bully was like kind of trying to make peace basically and miyamura detected it he's like hey man it's okay like, I forgive you, basically. Yeah. He didn't say that, but he basically said that. It was cool. It was cool. Um, it's like, I'm also a different yeah, person Yeah, the best now. part of this is Hori being a masochist. Yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing. It's so funny. A rival, a rival appeared. He was like, Miyamura, you're such a fucking klutz. Why do you deserve Hori? And he's like, ah, I actually said that to you. He's like, listen, man. Think you ever hit her? What? Never. <laughs> Watch this shit. <laughs> He's like, well, then you can't be with her. <laughs> so that was funny. Did, did he slap her in front of no, him? No, he does the like. He pushes her. He's like, get the hell out of the way. Like, you're you're in the oh, way, yeah, and then he Kyo- like pushes her out of the get way. Out of the way, Kyoko. <laughs> so then him and his friend, or is not not his friend, his bully, are walking away in the other direction, and Hori's face is just like shining and smiling. It's so gold. I love those like shots, or just shows her reaction to him being. Like him for him forcing himself to be an yeah. asshole. He's like, Man, me and Mur, I gotta apologize. I thought you had like no balls, but I could never do that. And then Mimura turns and he's like crying. He's like, Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, so out of character, but yeah, it's great. And then uh we should touch on their awesome usage of plot from last week. The way they tied in like a future chapter into Remy's relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about So, um, when I, I, I was looking for a specific screenshot from the manga, and then along the way, I was, I found where I thought the anime would probably end, but the whole Sengoku and Remy flashback, um, happens, like, way later in the manga, like, chapter 70, and they flawlessly inserted it, like, in between a chapter, um, like, it was, like, the whole, like, their whole, um, their half of last week's episode was basically two chapters, but they inserted one, like, in between another, and that was done really well, I think. Like, like, you had, you had no idea, right? Did not realize. You were like, I'm about to get into the, that flashback next chapter, mm-hmm. and I'm like, nope, that's, like, 30 chapters yeah, away. I think that's, like, perfectly where I stopped reading, too, because at the time, I was like, ugh, Remy, <laughs> Remy and Sengoku, I don't care about this. But I'm pretty down for that. I'll go back and start reading it again. But I will not read past 63. And definitely the manga takes a bit longer to actually get into, like, um, the meat of other characters' relationships. Like, the anime is going pretty quick for that. Um, as in making you care about other characters besides Hori and mm-hmm. Miyamura. Um, like, I don't even know what chapter Yanagi-kun shows up. Not where but, I am don't think like in the last like maybe 20 chapters it started 
actually giving him like development as like one of their friends. Mm. So. But yeah, so basically, but, it was a good good week for Horimiya. Never a disappoint. Well, rarely a disappointment. There, it was the one time it was kind of a disappointment. It was just like it wasn't even that bad. It was just like eyebrow raising. Yeah. So. All right. Anything else? That's everything. Yeah, um, I think yeah, so. I, I got nothing else. My stomach is attacking me right now. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we better <laughs> out. Much good. <laughs> outro this is the outro you're listening to the outro how was that plug socials Cut it. koi koi cast everywhere twitter insta youtube facebook not facebook sorry lied. Uh, <laughs> facebook live uh, <laughs> Twitch. Um, but yeah subscribe to us on youtube Mixer. and follow us on spotify basically that's all we're doing right now but we'll i promise youtube videos are forthcoming we're just lazy shits all it is hey and like don't be shy be like owen you can comment true it's cool to comment. yeah it, all it actually really helps right thank you yeah feel free to call us the fuck out on shit because all i want is to be correct yeah. i just want to be fully informed yeah, true <laughs> i am fully correct right <laughs> ew <now>. you're sick <laughs> all right call and sing us the outro song <laughs> this is the outro <laughs> Hey, goodbye. Bye. Bye.